0: Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins.
1: And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into episode three of the 1995 Pride and Prejudice series.
0: <laughs> and I feel like it's a pretty pivotal episode.
1: <laughs> it, it certainly felt like it. I felt I felt like in the beginning we were building up to something, sort of, and I feel like so much happened. And I'm like, we're only on episode three.
0: I know. <sighs> There's still so much to happen.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm so excited about that. But this was a really full episode, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But before we get started, I want to mention something that we usually have been mentioning at the end of the last two episodes, but since I feel like sometimes people don't really listen all the way to the end, maybe we Mm -hmm. should mention it at the very beginning. (laughs) But when we finish this series, we really would like, we're, we're putting together like a I don't know what you would call it. A mem- <laughs> uh, what would you call it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a collection of people's ideas a- and thoughts and memories on this series. Collection. Yeah. Just kind of like just other, you know, we've reached out to certain, just to other like Jane Austen enthusiasts and podcasts. <laughs> and we would really love to hear from our listeners because it seems like this is such a pivotal series for like the austin universe i feel like everyone either has like a story about this a feeling an opinion and we just (laughs) want to like kind of collect all these and i don't know just maybe have an episode or something or put them in an episode so that we can have everyone's thoughts and opinions on it
0: yeah we want to feature your opinions so we'd love to hear from you about like what's your favorite heart (laughs) what's your favorite part of the series who's your favorite character what's your favorite memory of watching it or what's the first time you watched it we just want to hear like what it is about this particular uh, special or Mm -hmm. mini series (laughs) that (laughs) you guys really connect with and you can you can oh my god my brain
1: (laughs) it's a Friday for us. so <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry. Uh, we usually do this at the end <laughs> so my brain isn't <laughs> lubed up for it. But um, <laughs> on our website, mannersandmadness.com, we have a voice message button where you can record mm-hmm. a one-minute message. And, you know, I know probably that's a weird amount of time to be able to record. So if you need to do multiple, feel free. Or if you want to record something, you know, with your – phone or whatever and just send us the file that should work too or you could just send us a letter and we will read it ourselves yes and we would love to compile that for a special after Christmas episode
1: (laughs) yeah it would be really nice just to have to hear what other people really like about this series and their thoughts on it
0: yes so we really hope to hear from you yeah and have you be a little part of the podcast
1: (laughs) yeah definitely
0: okay so Oh, I did also want to make one more correction. (laughs) I probably should have done it last episode because I think I knew about it last episode, but I forgot about it until this episode. But um, when I was listening to the special features, I believe it was Andrew Davies was talking about Jennifer L., but that's not how Mm -hmm. we pronounce her last name. It's Ely is how he was pronouncing it, so I assume he would know. But pronouncing it Jennifer Ely... So just, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Just for your your knowledge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, from here on out, Jennifer Ailey. I'm (laughs) sure I'll forget
0: it because I obviously already have forgotten it once. But I'm going to (laughs) try to
1: remember. (laughs) Yes. Well, either way, her name will be corrected. Some part of this podcast series. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: moment, it's correct. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, what's your first impression of this episode?
1: Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I kind of sort of got the vibe of what sort of maybe scenes we're going to have in this episode, especially when we first start off with Charlotte Lucas being revealed to be the fiance of Mr. Collins. And so Uh I knew we were going to get maybe more at Uh, rosings and more stuff with them too, and I was actually really excited to see that we got more Charlotte stuff because I feel like we've only gotten little blips here and there but I really wanted to see her and Lizzie's kind of friendship and I feel like we really got it
0: yeah that's why I kept thinking that this episode would have probably been a good one to do Charlotte but um, Mm -hmm. you know the last one was good and we've got a good one for this a good deep dive for this episode so (laughs) I'm not too worried about it but anything else
1: I I don't know. I'm trying to get like used to this new um new for me, I would say. Oh my god, what's her name? Catherine De Bourgh. Ah. Because she and you know, the movie, it shows her as kind of like this over-the-top, almost like regal, like royal figure. Uh-huh. And in this one, she obviously you could tell by the house she lives in that she's very wealthy. But I just feel like her appearance is so much not like less yes regal i guess you could say
0: yeah yeah i feel like i actually had to get used to the movie version of lady catherine de burgh right. because i was more <laughs> used to like this kind of you know kind of an a richer snobby lady but not like yeah um she's i mean dame judy dench right <laughs> that was like <laughs> her, her house was like over the top opulence
1: yeah, and I feel like she wore like capes and stuff. <laughs> I just get that feeling. I don't know if she actually did, but this yeah. one I felt like maybe this was maybe a little more realistic for when you. I don't. I don't want to say like the part of the country, but just like you know, it makes more sense for someone like just like a rich, not royal person to be like in this part in the country. If that makes mm-hmm. sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I was actually. It's funny because. This time watching it, I was more struck with the older people's familial familial relationships. Like, I was really parsing out who was related to who, like, in terms of Mm -hmm. Mrs. Bennett and Mr. Gardner and Mrs. Phillips, like those three and because you know if you think about the bennett girls when they grow up (laughs) they will have these kind of relationships and so i we're doing the deep dive on colonel Fitzwilliams,
1: right
0: at the end so i was looking him up and he is well we'll get into it but like lady catherine was the sister to darcy's mother and their brother was his father who's an earl so they come from like High, pretty high, I guess aristocracy. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) So, anyway, interesting. I'm not sure if Mister Darcy, the old, the elder, came from. Well, we'll see. I don't know that we'll ever do a deep dive on him because he's not really a character.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe he would kind of have to for Darcy's mom to have to marry him. If you know, they seem very snobby, so (laughs) they don't seem the type to really break from (laughs) tradition.
0: I think he must have been for them to have like Pemberley and everything, but I do yeah. think that she had like already a pretty high
1: yeah. lineage. Yeah, that's what anyway. it, it seems like. <laughs> but it, it, I did also really enjoy the proposal and the mm-hmm. uh, rejection that Lizzie gave. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it was a lot more awkward and more insulting in this, in this um, oh, version.
0: Yes, yes. This is the first time I've seen this since watching Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and I really kind of <laughs> wanted them to break into a fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that was great.
0: Also, my beloved Mariah was in a lot of this episode. <laughs> so. uh,
1: yeah, that's true. I was going to say, Mariah kind of made her um, her big debut, I would say. Yeah. We've only seen her in the background.
0: <laughs> uh, well, let's go ahead and get into uh, some notes. All righty. Well, I actually have some stuff pertaining kind of to what we were just talking about, um, like relations, because I was learning a little bit about Jane Austen. (laughs) Her mother, she did have some high class relations and was probably considered to have married down to Mr. Austen. But Mr. Austen was considered very handsome at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if. He was like the father. I don't know what, about him, but I know that her mother, there definitely was like some somebody with a title in
1: there.
0: <laughs> and from what we know of Jane Austen, she was kind of like a Lizzie, probably the favorite of her father and had a special possibly book-based relationship with him. <laughs> also, some, her third brother, Edward, inherited two estates when he got older and ended up giving his all of his, like his mom and his sisters a cottage, very sense and sensibility
1: esque,
0: <laughs> and all the books that were published in her lifetime were published while she lived there. I don't think she necessarily wrote mm. them all there, but they were all published while she lived there, and. I got a couple more things from this is from the very first documentary, (laughs) (laughs) A Definitive Pride and Prejudice. But uh, so Jane Austen was born in 1775. And during her 40 years, she basically that was like as we were witnessing the end of the gentle class. Ruling over, and the merchant class was becoming more ascendant. So, just think it's very interesting that she's writing about like all this maneuvering. But this is like during a time where it's all shifting, and mm-hmm. so like their cheap side relations actually are getting gaining standing in the world, while the like Catherine de Bergs are losing standing.
1: <laughs> oh, very interesting.
0: Yeah, and okay, I'll, I'll see one more fun little factoid. Winston Churchill actually read Pride and Prejudice the day before the D-Day invasion. And I believe he said it was because he was reading about an England worth saving and dying for.
1: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. That's
0: cool, (laughs) huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, like, the class system or whatever. I think it's just, like, Jane Austen, you know. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> Just, like, the, the literature comforting. aspect. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Not, like, oh, can't we return to the Catherine de Bourgh era?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so, I know I said I didn't have anything, but I do have one sort of, um, since we're talking about relations and Jane Austen, a little factoid that I found. Okay. Anna Chancellor... Who plays? I want to say Miss. It plays Caroline Bingley. Uh huh. She is a direct descendant of Jane Austen. (gasps) She is directly related to her brother Edward that you just mentioned. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Interesting.
0: (laughs) No wonder I feel so much more kinship with her in this
1: version. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, she has the relations. (laughs) literally
0: (laughs) that's so cool that's kind of like on par with learning that Laura Dern is related to Tennessee Williams like
1: right (laughs) (laughs) which is like I don't see how that could happen but it definitely makes sense also
0: yeah yeah (laughs) that's awesome that was cool all right well I've got a ton more for future episodes so (laughs) perfect I guess we can go ahead and get into the recap let's do it Okay, so we open on our normal Pride and Prejudice. And this time I wrote so many buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, but we start off. Kitty and Lydia run in. They've got some news. Uh, Mr. Collins made an offer of marriage to Charlotte Lucas. And she accepted. Impossible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say. Lizzie was immediately like, cannot be. I don't believe it. Like, you just I, turned him down.
0: Yeah. I was thinking this time, watching it through, that this episode is very much where Lizzie changes, because, like, at the beginning yeah. of this episode, the way she's reacting to the news about Charlotte, she's, like, so angry and, like, talking to Jane. And I'm like, by the end of this episode, you will not react to news like that in such a way ever again. No. Because it's, like, <laughs> after the Darcy letter, you could just see all of her reactions change. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, in the future. But we haven't got there yet, but... I just think it's really interesting like over the course of this episode is when she she like tempers herself almost
1: yeah well um, and we can kind of talk more about it when when we get to the scenes with her and Charlotte together but I feel like having some dialogue with other characters like Charlotte and Jane kind of like forces her to mature and the stuff with Darcy also does so she really does have a, a really big maturation in this episode
0: definitely Okay, so we go to, I guess, a dance. This is, I don't know if the, did the gardener, oh no, the gardener's haven't got here yet. Okay, because Christmas is right around this time, so this is our Christmas episode. (laughs) So I'm not (laughs) sure if this is, I don't think this is the Christmas party though.
1: I don't think so. It didn't seem like it.
0: Yeah, but uh, Charlotte is there and Elizabeth Charlotte is very calm and practical while shading Lizzie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes you have to be to your friends. Yeah.
0: She's like, did you think just because you didn't like him, no girl ever would?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I did, though. I think it's funny that she kind of has that air about her, but then later on is like, well, it's not that I really like him, but he's practical. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> but Elizabeth is kind of like, you know what, you're right. If you like him, good for you. Mostly just good for you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And Charlotte basically explains, she's like, I'm just really not interested in romantic notions like marriage at all. But if I have to do it, at least he's got a decent job.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, I think, you know, I can't help but understand her way of thinking with that, just because marriage is like really the only option they have.
0: Yeah. And like I said in the last episode, I think Charlotte is very clear-eyed. Like, I think mm-hmm. she's probably known she needed to get married, and she's deliberately made a choice to wait to find someone who she found can acceptable.
1: S- who, <laughs> so who she could stand.
0: <laughs> who would also, you know, like, find her acceptable. You know, people like to marry her. Right. And she she intellectually knows how to go about it, and she did. not mm-hmm. <laughs> I really exactly. wish we could have seen any part of what happened between Charlotte and Mr. Gollum? Me me too. (laughs) Uh, But back at home, Elizabeth is not so calm. And this is where you're like, okay, this is still the old Lizzie. Mm -hmm. Um, She's just kind of like pacing and like, what could she possibly say to him? He's stupid. So embarrassing for her. (laughs) (laughs) And Jane is taking it very well. And Elizabeth's like, well, you'll never have to worry about such things. And just then, there's a letter from Caroline.
1: Hmm. Interesting timing.
0: Maybe this is why Elizabeth starts to get tempered. Because she's like, foot in mouth directly, immediately.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think also it's like her and Jane. I mean, as I would say as, I don't know, like brainy and not necessarily leading with her heart as Lizzie can be. I think she kind of reveled in the fact that Jane was so romantic and like kind of wear her heart on her sleeve and the fact that this whole situation with the Bingley's happens kind of like forces Lizzie to be like oh wait like we're not in a fairy tale like things like this can happen this is real life
0: reality check (laughs) yeah (sighs) I was just feeling that way today okay (laughs) (laughs) okay Basically, they all noped out of Netherfield. We basically do see Georgiana for the first time, though, in this little yes. segment. And I think it's so funny that, or not funny, but just interesting that uh, Caroline is like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm trying to set my brother up with this 15, 16, she's probably 16 now, year old girl." Who and he's got to be the same age as Wickham, you know? So
1: yeah, <laughs> it's just he definitely so looks older.
0: <laughs> interesting. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's not going after her for her money in, like, a nefarious way like Wickham was, but like... Right. And he's not going after her at all, but, like, they all kind of want him to, whereas they didn't want... I, I don't know. It's just interesting to me <laughs>
1: when you really yeah. think about their ages. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, you know, at this time... I mean, obviously, <laughs> we saw earlier some, like, looks like she was 16 with, like, a 70-year-old man, but... I think societal <laughs> expectations were held above age, which is kind of gross.
0: I know, but they make such a big deal about, like, Lydia's only 15, Georgiana was only 15, you know? Yeah. And so it does feel like there is some sort of a scandal to someone being, like, taking advantage of a 15-year-old girl. like Yeah. So, anyway, I just think it's it's just interesting to think about. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, so Jane... She takes it pretty calmly just because she's Jane, but Mm -hmm. you can kind of tell it's kind of like if she doesn't take it calmly she might start bawling. Yeah. (laughs) She's kind of seems like she's on the edge of that, and at least that's how I feel. And Lizzie still has faith, but (laughs) alas, she'll be misplaced.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In just a few seconds for us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so lydia and kitty are oh i think they're all in town uh, are they're laughing and they're making fun of charlotte
1: of when course. all the
0: military comes up to flirt including charmer wickham Blah. <laughs> and wickham admits that he decided he wasn't really brave enough to confront darcy or to get thrown out by him really <laughs> exactly <laughs> And they're, they're, they're strolling down this very like wide grassy street. That's very busy and bustling. There's like all this stuff happening in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are these, those are, the, those are the kind of settings that feel like very authentic in this adaptation.
1: Yeah. Whenever we saw the first time to- we saw this like little town for the first time. And when we keep seeing it, I, I keep thinking about how different this particular town looks than all the other like small towns and all the other Jane Austen like adaptations like this one feels so like temporary almost it doesn't feel as permanent as the mm. other ones. Like yeah. all the houses are like, they look like homes almost. They don't look like stone fixtures or, you uh, know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that.
1: It's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was, well, I do have notes for a future episode about like all the locations. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the towns though. It was mostly about that big houses.
1: Yeah, I think it also. I, I kind of like it though. I think it adds to the snobbery, like justifies the snobbery of the Bing, of like the Bingley sisters or the Bingley yeah. Caroline Bingley, um, because she. I mean, it's like it looks like a little country town. Like it doesn't yeah. look <laughs> like any sort of historical whatever, and it makes yeah. justifies her snobbery even more. I think.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is just later they're talking. I guess, I don't know, the, the, did Wickham and the... I think they might have come over to have yeah, to meet so. the parents. Yes. So after they leave, Mrs. Bennet thinks that Wickham is just charming, of course, because he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Mr. Bennet thinks <laughs> he can see through him. He's like, it's so nice of him to regale us with all of his troubles. <laughs>
1: <sighs> <sighs> if only Jane would listen to her dad at that moment. <laughs>
0: I know Lizzie yeah because she does take offense yeah she takes offense at the implication slightly (laughs) she's like but I think he's really been put upon and uh, he's like well maybe but we'll see (laughs) (laughs) he was like Mr. Darcy might not be that black hearted at all (laughs) we'll we'll see someday and Mrs. Bennett is like I always like to red coat myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Bennett.
0: I wanted close-up on Mr. Bennett's reactions during her talking about how much she liked a red coat. Because I could see him (laughs) reacting in the background, and I'm like, oh, I want to see that. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) I want to see the rolling of the eyes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Lizzie, um, oh, no, but Mrs. Bennett is still pissed at Lizzie for refusing Collins. (laughs) She's (laughs) very clear many times.
1: (laughs) She is crazy.
0: (laughs) Also, we find out that Jane got another letter...
1: I can't believe that
0: she didn't tell her sister. Uh, (sighs) Maybe she's just too heartbroken. I know. Elizabeth is finding out that her belief in people and how they feel and how they will act are sometimes far from correct.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if only we could just shift this thought a little bit further to the two men that you're sort of torn between.
0: (laughs) I know. It's like a... I feel like it's one of those lessons you perpetually have to learn over and over again in life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like not one of those ones that you can just be told. You got to kind of fall down.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She does rally to spar a little with her father, though. And (laughs) because he's like, won't you be jilted in love? But then Jane leaves the room because he's just kind of like, I don't know if he's trying to light the situation, but he obviously doesn't really appreciate how much jane feels for Bingley.
1: <laughs> yeah i think he i think he also has some sort of like feelings about like high class people like aristocracy because you can kind of tell in the beginning he wasn't necessarily like you know jazzed to, to invite them over and to introduce them and hopefully yeah. have him one marry one of the sisters so i think yeah. he's just got his own feelings about you know the aristocracy yeah.
0: you're right i keep getting lost (laughs) oh elizabeth follows her up and then we see some servants lighting candles in the background as mrs bennett wails softly to herself
1: (laughs) (laughs) the most dramatic person ever (laughs) i just was like i would have had to leave the room too because i'm like i'm not gonna sit here and listen to you just scream (laughs)
0: I love how acceptable it is to just get up without a word and walk out. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you can't do that anymore.
1: (laughs) You know, there's got to be some excuse now. (laughs) Oh, the good old days.
0: But the gardeners have come, I presume, for Christmas. And Mm -hmm. they are warmly greeted when they arrive. And this is when I was noticing that, like, oh, God, what were their names? She was calling Mr. Gardener Edward. I mean, Mrs. Bennett was. And he was calling her Fanny. And I was yes. like, huh, are those their real names? Is that in the book somewhere? And I just never noticed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Edward and Fanny.
0: And that's when I started thinking, oh, well, they're brother and sister. They probably, you know, they grew up calling each other by their normal names. names yeah. Normal names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they real names. <laughs> I just think it's interesting. <laughs> well, we don't hear it too often.
0: No. I don't even know if it's for, I mean, I assume it must be really her name. Because I feel like they wouldn't just add that in if. <laughs> I don't think she calls Mrs. Phillips, Mrs. Phillips all the time. I'm like, what about her name?
1: <laughs> well, well, I wonder if it's because she is married now. And like, I don't know if maybe like there's a rule with maybe her husband's higher status. And I don't know. Because like, yeah. I always think about like Mr. Bennett always refers to Mrs. Bennett as Mrs. Bennett. Like, he doesn't really ever call her yeah. Fanny. So, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Well, there's some rules.
0: Mrs. Phillips' sister. So Yeah.
1: I don't uh, know if maybe there's like rules. that <laughs> They're too much to remember.
0: <laughs> Every episode so far, I'm like, let me get as <laughs> nuanced into the weeds <laughs> of <laughs> random stuff as possible. <laughs> okay. But it is interesting because normally they name the oldest daughter after the mother. And so you would think oh. her name would be Jane, but it's actually Fanny.
1: Hmm. Maybe Fanny's a nickname.
0: True. But then Maybe. wouldn't that be a nickname for Tiffany? Is Tiffany a name back then? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Someone's going to write it.
0: I am I am convinced that this is the, the, this argument is the series where people are going to start <laughs> writing it and be like, you're so wrong. Please, let me set the runner straight. courage. Well,
1: please okay. correct us because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, they all greet. Oh, no, no, I forgot. Uh, Jane. Jane is determined not to cry. Lizzie has come up to her. She's like, I never thought I was good enough for him anyways. And I mean, at least that's my reading of her performance. Essentially, yeah. Elizabeth is ready to become quite jaded with the world. But first she wants to send Jane off to London.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, we will make him fall in love with you.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to give up on my hopes and aspirations yet. Uh (laughs) Okay, then the gardeners arrive. And they're all invited to the Phillips for the evening. And I assume that this is like a Christmas party. I mean, I don't know if it's exactly
1: Christmas, but it just feels like. Seems like like holidays. Come over for the holidays.
0: Yeah. The first thing we see is (laughs) Mariah.
1: I know. I was like, I saw, I knew that was Mary playing the piano, but I was like, who's singing? Because it's not Mary and it's good old Mariah.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's singing a Christmas song. That's why I thought it was Christmas. Yes. Well, mumbling slash singing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very soft. It's. I like to think that because she um, stands, Lizzie. She's like, Lizzie's here. She can't. I have to have the perfect singing voice. I know she's not too nervous yet. to sing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is where I wrote. This Mary is not as lovable as the movie version, but I still love her for her crazy awkwardness. <laughs>
1: yeah she's not as well. I feel like the one in the movie is so like she seems younger and she seems yeah. like a little bit more like naive about the world and this one uh-huh. is like she's she sees the world and she's like I just want to play piano <laughs> Please me <laughs> right which I appreciate
0: uh, Jane is kind of walking around the party like a zombie uh. the elder ladies are concerned about Jane and Mrs. Bennett is still annoyed with Lizzie <laughs> when lizzie walks over to introduce wickham she literally gets up and walks away like i can't even acknowledge your presence right now
1: so ridiculous uh
0: but she introduces wickham to mrs gardner which my nose corrected to wicked instead of wickham
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. interesting interesting
0: They're from the same part of the world. Darcy's part of the
1: world. <laughs> Interesting.
0: <laughs> I like the way he's like, do you know the family? And as soon as she says no, he's like, oh, I was the protege of the uh, late Mr. Darcy. <laughs> right. I wonder we what he would sure. have said if she was like, oh, yeah, I know them intimately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be like, I have to go. I gotta Bye. go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: then Lydia demands that Mary play Grimstock.
1: <laughs> poor mary
0: <laughs> uh, but mariah's face just lights up <laughs> she's like oh let me get the music <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was about to say she was like please let's change it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't want to sing that song anymore.
0: everyone dances it's really cute because there's only like four people you know four couples dancing
1: and mm-hmm. two
0: of them are children i believe or uh, they I don't look know. like
1: very <laughs> short very young
0: yeah there's lizzie and wickham and kitty and lydia with the soldiers later we see mary king dancing with wickham hmm. and he smirks while he's dancing it's like i have to dance with this girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever
0: okay and then we have a great scene in which charlotte and elizabeth are standing next to each other and charlotte kind of turns to her and kind of desperately asks her to visit when the family comes She like you can see the real nervousness come through and be like mm-hmm. no 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 come with me
1: <laughs> please come I don't want to be with myself oh
0: yeah and then mariah <laughs> she comes over and she's super excited because she stands lizzie
1: yes <laughs> she's like now it won't be so boring
0: Oh, my favorite person in the whole world—I look up to the most—is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out that Mary King is rich, and I just love the way they all break into laughter about how much more agreeable she is because she's rich.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, <laughs> that's why he's dancing with her."
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> and the next scene, we listen from outside as they're discussing how Wickham has left to pursue Mary King. Ah. Uh-uh. It looks very wintry and cold. Hmm. Everyone's like bundling up. <laughs> There's snow <someone> outside. <laughs> and then Jane is off to London with the gardeners. And we find out that while she was there, she called on Caroline. And Caroline was very rude.
1: <laughs> of course. Although
0: Jane won't admit it at first. Uh, they said they'd come by to visit, but it took three weeks for her to come. That was crazy. She... I know. And when she did come, she was so obviously rude that even Jane understood.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jane.
0: She basically was there to let her know that Bingley was no longer interested in her. And Jane just thinks it's at an end and Elizabeth is sad. Poor Jane.
1: (laughs) I know. I was so bad for Jane because Jane is like the most pure hearted, has not done a single bad thing at all. Like, not even, like, a slightly, like, she's not yelled at anyone. <laughs> and she just gets, like, the real shit end of the stick.
0: I know. And to, like, be so close and be like, he's got to know I'm here and he's just not coming. It's like, I can feel him down the street right. in that gigantic <laughs> house.
1: <laughs> right. How could you miss it?
0: <laughs> I mean, when they show the outlet side of it, it's like, it looks ginormous. I'm like, why would you stay there? <laughs> like, There's no way you need that much space
1: no i mean she doesn't need it but she thinks she deserves it
0: i guess it's not just her and she's probably not paying for it at all anyway
1: no (laughs) no no no.
0: but you see the gardener's house and it looks like a fairly big reasonable house for a family and then the Bingley house is just like how is there even is that a house is that like apartments i don't know it looks huge
1: (laughs) it's a converted used to be apartments now it's just one ginormous house
0: yeah spring appears to have come though (laughs) we see lizzie (laughs) out walking and i was thinking with all of her walking i wonder because the way those dresses are cut you don't really have to like be cinched in you know i wonder if you can keep your corsets kind of loose and like the stomach area. oh
1: i'm sure especially like if you're like naturally kind of a thin person you could probably not get away with probably not wearing one.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just there to boost up your your bosoms, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's also just like, you know, just in case the the dress falls a little too short, you don't want it to show <laughs> that you're a normal-sized person.
0: I was seeing, I, there was one shot where I could see Lydia's corset, like, mm-hmm. down her shirt, and I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> I thought there was a whole thing about tucking lace, but I, don't, I guess it's not this
1: version. <laughs> Well, it's also, you know, Livia, and she's a little, she's running around a lot, so maybe it slipped out.
0: I don't know. I mean, she's like, let me make it as low as I can with an, you know, an right? <laughs> <laughs> Soldiers
1: are around. Let me just drop it a little more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Wickham comes to say goodbye and I guess apologize for getting engaged to Miss King. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie takes it very well. Yeah, I guess she never really liked him that much.
1: <laughs> because no,
0: if she did, or if I did, if I liked him and he had gone, I'd be like, no, I'm just gonna get together with this Miss King just because she's rich. I'd be like, ah, okay, well, you don't need to come visit then. <laughs> yeah, you don't.
1: You don't necessarily need to apologize to me. Just leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, she thinks Jane would be proud of her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she would.
0: Yeah, and this scene, another. Every time her and Wickham are out walking, it's just gorgeous because it's just Mm -hmm. so green. Actually, anytime she's out walking, it looks gorgeous outside. Yeah. She's packing to go visit Charlotte. Papa is sad to see her go, and she isn't exactly looking forward to it herself. (laughs) He's like, won't you delight in the foibles of human nature? And she's like, of some delights, a little goes a long way. (laughs) (laughs) But her and Papa are just... So cute together.
1: They are. They get each other.
0: (laughs) In the carriage, Mariah is impressed with Lady Catherine's richness. And (laughs) Mr. Lucas tries not to offend Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mr. Collins obsequiously greets them. Uh <laughs> Charlotte and Lizzie are happy to see each other though. Yeah, there's a very detailed tour of the house. Lots of talk of staircases and yeah, yeah. shelves in the closet. Happy thought indeed. <laughs>
1: yeah, she was like, I'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then we see Mr. Collins continuing the tour with Mariah and Mr. Lucas, or Sir Lucas, while Charlotte and Lizzie watch them. there's They've got some really cool old beehives.
1: Yeah, I was like, that's a cool looking beehive. I like that looks more visually appealing than the little boxes they have nowadays.
0: Oh, for sure. Probably harder to get into, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh Yeah, not functional at all, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> uh, Charlotte is telling Lizzie how she encourages Mr. Collins to be always out of the house or in his back room or no, book room.
1: <laughs> this made me laugh a lot.
0: Yeah, she prefers to stay in her own parlor. And so many days go by where they barely see each other, just as newlyweds ought. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite lines is where she's like, I find I can bear the solitude quite well.
1: (laughs) And this is like one of the points where I'm like, where Lizzie really realized like, Charlotte is so smart. (laughs) She knew exactly what she was doing.
0: Yeah. Mariah busted on Lizzie all aflutter to show her the fancy carriage where Anne Berg is sitting. <laughs> <laughs> and El- Elizabeth is pleased that Anne de Berg looks so sickly as she is to be the wife of Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about doing her for a deep dive, but I don't know if she'll ever get done because there's just not just a doesn't lot. Have anything. She's- I don't even think she says a line.
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Then they go to visit the great lady herself. <laughs> she does talk about Elizabeth as if she's not in the room at first. Of course. And then she grills her on the status of her sisters. And I love the way <laughs> Elizabeth just gives her opinion. <laughs> the rest of the party looks dumbstruck, but she's just like, I mean, I'm, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> a normal conversation here, people. <laughs>
1: Right <laughs>
0: oh, so then we they've been there three weeks already. this is why time passing is confusing to me because,
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was three weeks until <laughs>
0: yeah, but the visits at this time are so long,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then make haste, Mr. Darcy is here. what what what?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could just feel Lizzie like, what is he doing here?
0: Oh, great. Uh he and Colonel Fitzwilliam have come to visit Elizabeth. I feel like this whole like we could have made this into two episodes, probably this whole visit just because oh yeah. I feel like even though we get so much of it, there's probably just I, there's so much that we're just not getting. But Elizabeth talks to to Fitzwilliam while Darcy stares <laughs> <laughs> and then he awkwardly attempts to talk to her. Yeah, and she makes fun of him while he broods at the window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just like her her fearlessness and <laughs> like being kind of rude to Darcy out in the open. Like the scene where she is like where she asks uh, Fitzwilliams why is he staring at me? And she doesn't whisper it. She says it very loud. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is he, he staring? staring <laughs> and that's when he's like, Oh, uh, <laughs>
0: Hmm. Well, because Colonel Williams comes in and is like, I know everything about you. I've heard so many good things about you. And she's like, yeah, right. By she's the like, guy oh. who hates me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So then Elizabeth goes out for another stroll in the green, green countryside. And mm-hmm. Mr. Darcy rides up and then stares and then turns away without a word. It's <laughs> <His> typical <laughs> fashion.
1: <laughs> I just feel like this was like a scene like secretly, like Lizzie stepped to him, like just lunged at him. And he's like, I got to go.
0: <laughs> I love all of her minute expressions, especially like starting, you know, when Darcy comes because she's like, I always feel like she's thinking, what is happening right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just so awkward and so a little <laughs> weird.
0: We see the piano playing scene. She's playing piano while Fitzwilliam sits (laughs) over her shoulder and... Lady Catherine thinks she should practice more and offers the use of one of her most hidden away piano. I love that she's like, in this lady's room, and this lady is sitting right there, she won't bother anyone. And the lady's like, no, 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 it won't bother me at all to have Elizabeth playing piano in my room all day.
1: Right. And I love the part where she's like, you know, I love, no one loves music as much as I do. No one has the greatest taste as I do. And if I had taken a piano, I probably would have been the best piano player there ever was. (laughs) So funny like a lady
0: (laughs) mr darcy comes over looming and (laughs) elizabeth cheekily spars with him she just loves roasting him (laughs) she does i love when she's like why does a rich man who has everything why isn't he good at talking to strangers (laughs) aka being (laughs) friendly
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) okay and then we see elizabeth in the parlor writing to jane alone when Mr. Darcy calls, hmm. he seems incapable of small talk, however. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she,
0: she tries to keep up some semblance of a conversation. They both seem to be trying not to look at each other. <laughs> he asks some questions about whether she would want to live close to home, and she seems very <laughs> confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: It's almost like he's like, I'm just going to make sure that this is something I want. Do you want to (laughs) live here?
0: (laughs) I know. He's like, I "I just want to talk to Elizabeth. And he comes over, but he can't think of anything to say. And then they start talking about how far away things are. And he's like, But you don't (laughs) want to live close, do you? uh goodbye
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's like what in the world
0: she's like why are you here why are you talking to me why are you asking me about this and why are you leaving i don't understand (laughs) okay then more walking this time she runs into colonel Fitzwilliams. and i love this gold cream dress jacket that she's wearing in this scene she Mm -hmm. looks
1: great she does
0: yeah fitz Oh, Colonel Fitzwilliam unknowingly spills the beans on Darcy, breaking up Jane and Bingley. Aye, 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 And Elizabeth realizes that she just cannot continue walking with him and pretending like nothing is wrong. And so she fakes <laughs> a headache. And she, she stays home while the others go to her ladyships.
1: <laughs>
0: it's interesting because before she gets there, Mr. Collins is like, I've been asked to dine there three whole times. And like, since she's come, they've been asked like a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> I noticed this at least once a watching of this miniseries, but Elizabeth has the biggest boobs in these Regency dresses. <laughs> oh, of
1: course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh. I forgot.
1: It's just very, it's so interesting to me, the whole Regency area with this empire waistline and yeah, there's all this stuff about, yeah, well, it's <laughs> like this all this stuff about like certain ways to dress and not to show like X amount of skin or whatever, but like make sure they see your boobs. It's just yeah. so interesting.
0: <laughs> always. That's always the double standard of women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> always. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Darcy comes in, all bothered. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he seems to have a frog in his throat. Because he's like, it's so funny. This, Whenever we do the commentary, this can be the one that I most <laughs> can't shut up during. Because he's yes. like, <laughs> he walks from here to here. He sits down. He, without saying a word, Elizabeth is just like,
1: what's happening? <laughs> Again with this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then pantingly, he tells her that he admires and loves her. And then goes on for several sentences as to why he knows he shouldn't like her, but despite all his rational feelings, he still loves her. (laughs) I wrote, now that I've seen Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, I just want her to kick him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. she looked like she was about to, because she looked really pissed. Yeah. Like, great performance.
0: Exactly. (laughs) She turns him down pretty succinctly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She's like, what are the smallest amount of words? I can do this somewhat politely. <laughs> Darcy subtext alert. Every time she explains herself, you can see it affecting him. <laughs> and he, he's like, well, I shouldn't like you, but I just can't help myself. And, oh, she, again, I change it to Wicked from Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> she brings up Wickham and he just starts pacing and rolling his eyes.
1: <laughs>
0: and then he blames her pride on him being rejected. Rude, rude, rude.
1: Yeah.
0: And she kind of, like, stands and turns her back to him. Because he just starts getting more and more like, well, how can you? How can you expect me to, you know, appreciate you? <laughs> kind of mm. thing. And she she turns around and she lays it on him and she's like, I hadn't known you a month before I realized I would never want to marry you, you big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Sorry I bothered you. Goodbye." <laughs> and she does kind of seem like she has a migraine that is preventing her from getting too heated because I feel like her at the beginning of this episode would have, you know, had a yelling fit with him. Oh, yeah. And also, I didn't see Mr. Lucas when they were all going off to Rosings for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was imagining that he also secretly had a headache and was up in his room. <laughs> and he was listening to this whole proposal going, what is yeah. happening down
1: there? <laughs> it's like, no one is ever going to believe this.
0: Ah, and then
1: (laughs) 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 what a scene to end on
0: i don't think i did it justice in my recapping it but
1: no i think you did (laughs) but it definitely is very i say enjoyable just based on the fact that this is kind of like the first time where you can kind of see some sort of semblance of kind of a like a spark between them like, before, you can definitely tell that she does not like him. He does not <laughs> like her. But then, at this point, it's kind of, like, a little bit on Jane's side. She's just kind of, like, I think dumbfounded. And that's why she's just, like, I'm going to yeah. turn my back, to you. Yeah. But I feel like there, in a way, she's, like, thinking, like, me. Like, why me?
0: Yeah. Well, and plus, I don't even know if I mentioned, but she just learned out, like, she just learned that Darcy mm-hmm. had, you know, been the one keeping Bingley and her jane apart so she's like right that's why she even has headache in the first place so she's like already pissed <laughs> and he comes in and like at first she seems like okay i'm gonna be nice i'm not gonna be rude right. and if he had just shut up after i have to tell you how much i love you then maybe she would have a different response but he just goes on to be like i mean I don't want to like you. I think you're kind of trash. I think your family's trash. But still, I can't help it. I do like you.
1: Against every good thought that there is in the world, I have to like you. And then she brings up the whole, the, the what she found out that he kind of destroyed Jane and Bingley's relationship. Yeah. And he doubled down instead of being like, taking a second yes. to think about it. He's like, well, I'm very happy that I did because it was the yes. right thing to do. Yeah. And of course, yeah. that yeah. set her off.
0: Yeah. It's not until she starts talking about Wickham that he's like, (sighs) you know, he's like, oh, well, now I gotta set the story straight. You know, but like, he's too flustered to do that. So it's just interesting because she's pissed about Jade. He's pissed about the Wickham thing. Well, I don't know.
1: He's pissed about that that and (laughs) also getting rejected. (laughs) Yeah, he's
0: pissed about getting rejected. That's really, it's just really It's so well written. It's so well acted. Mm -hmm. I love to see like all the like nuances of facial expression and you can just tell like every thought that's going through their head.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's like controlled anger, which is, I feel like, very hard to convey. No outbursts or anything. They're just very like very like particular and pointed about their sentences.
0: Yes. Well, I realized when I was editing the last episode that we didn't do our favorite parts for the last episode.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, right. Well, we could do it for this
0: episode. We definitely should do it for this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Do you have one in mind?
0: Uh, I mean, it's going to be hard not to choose the last scene because it's just the best. It's so
1: good. <laughs> it's so good.
0: But I will um, also say Mariah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was so great this episode. I feel like she was kind of like the levity almost because i just love the way that she kind of fell into like the craziness of mr collins she was always sprinting around with him and oh yes yes was like sort of getting attacked by the bees in the garden <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's so funny uh yeah she's because she's, she's like oh this is good this is exciting but i'm scared but i love elizabeth but i also love my sister and like <laughs> right <laughs>
1: She's just so chaotic in like the best way.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because I imagine she's probably Lydia's age, but I'd never see her and Lydia or Kitty like interacting with each other.
1: No, but <laughs> she's When she's also like, not wearing. I can't hang with them. <laughs> yeah, and she, her, like her her dresses like they're not really revealing as revealing, and so yeah. I definitely you can definitely get the sense that maybe like Kitty and Lydia are maybe like playing up a little bit their age oh, yeah, and like yeah. you know definitely well, for Mariah's... reasons.
0: I wonder if she hasn't been out because of her sister not being married. That's true. So That's maybe she is a little naive. We'll have to, I don't think that we can see any sign of her becoming out now because she's really not yeah. in it after the next episode, I don't think.
1: So, mm. but that would have we been interesting.
0: Yeah. I bet she's excited about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I have to get tips from Lizzie.
0: <laughs> Did you say what your favorite part was?
1: I will say, uh, other than the last scene, my favorite part was the the whole scene where Charlotte is explaining how she has perfectly manipulated her life to be perfect and peaceful for herself (laughs) by manipulating Mr. Collins to be away from her the whole time. (laughs) It just made me laugh.
0: I know. They've only been married for like a couple months because it's March and if it was Christmas right around the time they're getting married. So like three months or so and she's already managed to make it so that they never see each other
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's like it's perfect (laughs)
0: so should we go ahead and do the deep dive yes okay so colonel fitzwilliam is who i picked for today because really when else are we gonna do him (laughs) it's the only episode he's he's in
1: yeah and he's... he's Kind of a pivotal point of this episode, if you really think about it.
0: Yeah. From what I... W- when I was looking him up, I could, it seems like a lot of people really like him. Like, he's mm-hmm. my favorite secondary character. There's a lot of, like, Austin variations or fanfic about him. There's definitely a few books. Interesting. He is the youngest son of an Earl. Okay. Who was the brother of Darcy's mother and Lady Catherine. So his status... As as the younger son of an earl allows him to live comfortably and do as he wishes for the most part, but he cannot marry without some attention to money due to the expensive habits he has developed <laughs> and his relative lack of means. Hmm. So I guess it's kind of clear that he's not really that interested in Elizabeth because I mean maybe he's yeah. interested in her, but he wouldn't really be consider marrying her because she doesn't bring it up to the relationship, right? he's also a colonel and he undoubtedly purchased his commission because that's what rich people did and it was probably (laughs) whatever was the most prestigious he could afford, you know, at the time.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And I was wondering do you think that, because it says he goes to Rosings a lot Mm -hmm. and I was wondering if maybe he's trying to woo Anne Burke. Like, maybe he's thinking she would be good because, you know, she's got the money and Yeah,
1: and cousins are allowed to marry.
0: Well, they wanted Darcy to marry her.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean
0: Lady Catherine did.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. That and honestly that might be a better fit because he seems a lot more caring and gentle <laughs> than Darcy. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Well, I mean if he wants to marry her, that's already a step up from someone who has no interest. <laughs> exactly. No matter what the motive. <laughs> but yeah, I I was just thinking I don't know that it says that anywhere in the book, but just considering that he goes there a lot and I don't know why else he would go there a lot. Maybe. You know, unless he just really loves Lady Catherine, but. <laughs>
1: <It> could be. <laughs> Maybe he's hoping to come across like a friend of Anne or some you know young suitable mit- mistress that Catherine has invited over for whatever but <sighs> of time.
0: Maybe. I like to think, though, he's just biding his time until Darcy m- gets married, and then he'll be like, well, I'm Hi. the next best thing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm also related. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for sorting him, though, hmm.
1: He's, I don't know, I his personality is so, like, um he's he very, a- like, yeah, he's very easy to get personable. He's very personable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like to be <laughs> close with Darcy, you really have to really look on the bright side of things because he's such like yeah. a downer.
0: Yeah. Maybe he's like a Gemini. Okay. Like easy to talk to. He also kind of seems like, you know, he's got some expensive habits. He's always traveling around. So maybe he just like likes a lot of different kind of stimulus and...
1: Yeah. I like that.
0: Also if he does like and a Berg and not because he's in love with her but just because of her fortune then I would think not someone who is like particularly led by their passions or their romantic feelings you know mm-hmm. but he seems pretty fun loving and easy to get along with so
1: yeah I
0: would think that Jim and I would be a good one got any other ideas
1: I don't know because he's not very he's not very passionate he's not very emotional but he's not emotionless, so I kind of like the whole idea of Gemini, and I like the the dual nature. I do like of him being like this kind of kind whatever whatever person, but he doesn't seem to be like pursuing a romantic kind of right. uh, natural connection in that way. He, based on his circumstances, you would assume he would be out for money. So it's kind of like that, you know, two different sides yeah. to a person, I guess.
0: Yeah. And like he just doesn't have the like I don't feel like he'd be too upset. Like if he did like Elizabeth and she mm-hmm. was like, No, I don't think he'd be that upset. Or if he did like Anne yeah. Deberg and she was like, No, I think he'd be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, he'd be like on to like the next, he's next one. Not <laughs> attached to anything.
1: <laughs> no, I yeah, I don't think he gets disappointed very easily.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think Gemini's a good one for him.
1: I got, I like that a lot.
0: Maybe like uh a leo moon or something a little extra gregarious
1: yeah i like the idea of like the leo moon especially like because he's you know been wealthy his whole life and he kind yeah. of bought his way into this leadership <laughs> rank in the military he probably feels that his way is the best way and mm-hmm. you know i can totally yeah. see that i like that
0: <laughs> i like that your leo is my way is the best way
1: <laughs> well, you know, some Leos that I know it's kind of how they operate. <laughs> Not on this podcast, but some other Leos I might know. <laughs> Not every Leo. <laughs> no, it's just some. Not any that uh. I'm talking to you right at this moment.
0: <laughs> um, What about D&D? I
1: think he's
0: probably...
1: I don't know. I kind of like. I think it's probably go...
0: lawful. Do you think I it's... was
1: think I was thinking that, but then I'm like, you know, I know it was allowed back then to buy a rank into the military, so technically it's not against the law. But like in a way, it's kind of not really following the rules. Like you're just kind of assuming a role rather than earning it. So True. maybe like
0: the so, neutral. we so neutral. always come to with Jane Austen is like lawful does that mean like following the conventions of the time or does that mean like yeah. morally good
1: <laughs> i always personally immediately go to moral slash ethics
0: yeah but like, just because i feel like at the time they would have thought too much. oh well this is the proper way you know
1: right <laughs> i guess we could i mean i i can't really see him he doesn't seem the type to be not lawful so i do like lawful but I would say maybe lawful neutral.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's like lawful good. So it's either no. <laughs> like maybe a neutral good or a neutral neutral or a lawful yeah. neutral.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely the second one's neutral. I kind of, based on that whole ethics or laws of the time, first went neutral and neutral. But if we're going to go off based off the laws of the time, I would say definitely lawful neutral.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think. <sighs> I don't know if, if any of you all are like a and d expert mm. or, you know, understand this character. <laughs> I think we've made up our own version of it. But <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> I'm just curious what your perception of lawful slash neutral would be in something like a Jane Austen society. Like, yeah. So if you want to write it about that, please do. <laughs> okay. What David Lynch would he like? I feel like he might have a secret like freaky side where he really likes like <laughs> go wild at heart or something <laughs> you know like maybe he's not into the passionate love affair but like he would like to watch it on TV kind of a thing or
1: I could see that if we're talking characters I think really his favorite character would be Cooper just because Cooper is kind of like that I don't know like he's like the good guy and he like you know seems to always have a way of triumph and I don't know. I (laughs) feel like people really like that character trope Mm -hmm. of like the hero.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I could also kind of see him though, being like a, um, I secretly love a villain, you know, like I think it's just Mm -hmm. because he's got that slight tendency to gossip, which we see.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hmm.
0: And he kind of was like, Ooh, I heard about this juicy bit of, Interesting stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I do, I do like the wild at heart.
0: And being a you know soldier, I don't think he'd be too squeamish about anything like sexual or violent. You know, even though he's from the English society, I think like he's probably seen
1: his fair share of.
0: Ladies can't see it, but I can see it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's very on brand. I'm sure, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) which is annoying to me. But um, yeah, I like the wild at heart. Like, yeah,
0: I think probably over like a blue velvet, or I don't think a racer head would be up his alley.
1: No, I think I've initially was like maybe blue velvet, but then I think there it's too um, dark, it's too vile. Yeah,
0: agreed. Because Wild at Heart is more of a love story and it's a little more silly.
1: Yeah, I think he would enjoy the silliness of it.
0: Yeah, and laugh. Okay, a lot. we'll say he is. He's a secret wild at heart lover, but he tells everyone he loves Cooper the best. Yeah. <laughs> Recommendations?
1: Sure. Do you like me to go first or do you have one?
0: Um, I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> go I'm ahead. The first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, today on the day of recording for us it is a friday which means new music day and today we got a full release of adele's 30 album Ah. and i've been listening to it all day and it is very very good her voice sounds super like healthy and definitely sounds more clear on this album and there's kind of like her like her classic you know sad piano songs or very moody whatever but there's also some a little bit of experimentation with maybe a little bit of r&b notes and Uh just some new stuff that i'm kind of very interested to hear more of and kind of taking a little time to get used to but i'm really enjoying the album so far so i'm sure everyone's listened to it by now (laughs) when they're listening to this episode
0: you should make me like an hour long Adele playlist where I just oh. like the highlights because I've always meant to get into her, but I never have. Because you know that I would be so much. Need fun. someone to literally <laughs> give me music for me to listen to. <laughs>
1: that would be a lot of fun because I have been an Adele fan for since her first album, so I have well, plenty of perfect. song.
0: <laughs> okay, I I looked back at my old recommendation sheet because uh, I haven't watched anything this week, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna recommend something
1: <laughs> why are you laughing
0: <laughs> because i just I, I love it but i feel like it's just one of those okay i'll, I'll just say what it is it's a book
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: and it's the first book in a long series there's maybe nine total i mean there's it's like three and three and three so you don't okay. have to read them all or whatever like three but, trilogies um, on us. i actually recommended it for our book club Mm-hmm. Back when we were both well, I think before you were in it, and before mm-hmm. I stopped going to it, <laughs> this is probably the reason I stopped going to it because nobody <laughs> read it. <laughs>
1: Ugh, that's rude.
0: I know, but okay, I'll just say what it is. It's called K- Kushiel's Dart. It's by Jacqueline Carey. Right, it is I remember a, that. Like, it's like a a fantasy kind of holla, mm-hmm. like a Lord of the Rings or something. Not as much like medieval time period but just like Uh in scope of how grand it is but it's very romance based i mean the whole society (laughs) is kind of based on sex so if you're i I don't know this is a pretty horny episode so if you're a (laughs) generally horny person (laughs) i think you'd like it if you really like romance novels or if you like that kind of stuff it's really well written i've read it like four times it's been a while since i read it but i don't think like I doubt it's like now it's suddenly bad, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's it
0: is not. one of those books that I really like. The narrator, and like if you listen to the audiobook, and I, uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of those books that like, you listen to it in a public place where someone's around, and you're like, Oh my god, I feel like I'm doing something bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, why are my cheeks suddenly red and hot? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry about what I'm listening to. <laughs> <laughs> But I always want to recommend it to people, but I'm always like, oh, what if they take it the wrong way? But it's Pride I and Prejudice. It's the so. best time to recommend it.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it's probably, a, if, asked, if they've written nine books, I'm sure it's a great series. So
0: I, I think it is. And if you're out there and you've read it already and you're like, I totally agree with you, then please do it because <laughs> I need validation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I feel like maybe I wasn't there when you recommended it to the book club, but I feel like you've talked to me about this book before, maybe after you finished reading it a second time or something. And I completely forgot about it. So I might order that book because I've been looking for a new book.
0: Please do. Cause I want to talk to somebody about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. Cause I need to read more.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, next week we're going to have a special guest. So I'm very excited yes. about that. And... Uh, Like we said at the beginning, please write us, record your voices or just write in with your favorite moments from this adaptation, your favorite characters, your favorite memories of watching it, anything that, you know, feels special about this version and a good memory you have with it. We want to bring a little Pride and Prejudice holiday cheer to everyone. So yes, if you would like to write us.
1: Yes, you can email us at Gmail. Oh, oh, jumped ahead. (laughs) (laughs) When we start over. Uh, you can email us at mannersandmandness at gmail.com. Um, If you would like to DM us on Twitter, we're at of madness or on Instagram, we're at of pod, Or you can leave the woman at voicemail on our website at manners of madness.com.
0: And we hope that you will because we'd love to feature you.
1: And, yes. and you know,
0: if you want to write about any of the other stuff we asked about, please feel free. <laughs> Next week, we're doing episode four. And we'll have a special guest. And we're looking forward to talking to you then.
1: (laughs) Yes, I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Good night.
1: Bye.